Dick sold his first story, Rogue, in 1951 at the age of 23. Rogue was about a dog who imagined that the garbage men who came every Friday morning were stealing valuable food, which the family had carefully stored away in a safe metal container. After that success, he wrote full-time. Within the next 12 months, he published stories in Planet Stories and in If and the magazine of fantasy and science fiction. That year, his debut novel was Solar Lottery, published in 1955 as a half and half an ace double, alongside The Big Jump by Leigh Brackett. The 1950s were a difficult and impoverished time for Dick, who once lamented we couldn't even pay the late fees on a library book. He published almost exclusively within the science fiction genre, but yearned for a career in mainstream fiction. Dick wanted to break out of paperback and get into hardback. In 1961, Dick won the Hugo Award for The Man in the High Castle, and he was hailed as a genius in the science fiction world. So here was his big shot. Critical acclamation. Come on, baby. Hardback. Get me into hardback. But the mainstream literary world was uh, unimpressed. So he was still stuck in low-paying science fiction publishers such as Ace. Although he yearned to break into the mainstream market and have his novels come out in hardback in the bookstore, he never made it. Thusly, we get the P.K. Dick Award, which each year honors the best new straight-to-paperback Novel. M.C. William Sadaris announces the next reading. Our final nominee tonight is 84K by Claire North, published by Orbit. She cannot be here tonight, so Fonda Lee will read for her. Lucy Kamali barely existed anymore. Only Rainbow Princess, part property of Princess Party's Gold, remained in the system. Three years old, the care home where she'd been placed got sponsorship from a kid's party company. Lucy Rainbow Princess had been judged suitably cute, and the first fashion shoot had her dressed up in a tutu with a plastic crown in her hair, posing with the rest of the most winsome kids with the tagline, make your child a princess for the day. It was cheaper to use kids from the home. Parents could be so pushy these days. For the next few years, the kids were hired out for photo shoots as extras and adverts needing a background of cute tots, and for bespoke party events in mansion houses that needed more children, preferably with semi-celebrity marketing kudos to help make up the numbers. The money they brought in meant the home could afford two meals a day and a Victoria sponge cake at Christmas. The rest went towards management fees. You had to keep talented people happy. When she was seven, Lucy Rainbow Princess was diagnosed with malnutrition. The cost of feeding her up to minimum standard required extra, required extra appearances at parties and ads to make up the budgetary shortfall. But as she began to put on weight, fewer advertisers wanted her. 
When she was eight, Lucy burst all the balloons at a party. Three weeks later, she stabbed a stuffed unicorn with a cake knife, leaving tattered shreds of polyester on the floor and the younger guests in tears. The care home withdrew her from the sponsorship scheme and put her on the third floor on the basic care package and didn't spot when she dropped out of school. The cops, when they arrested her, age 12 and a half, for drunk and disorderly behavior, had to give her a lift back to the home when no one came to collect her. On her 13th birthday, she was picked up, stoned, booze on her breath, standing in the middle of the street not knowing where she was. One of the girls had taken her to a house of some friends of hers, older, all men, who'd put something in her drink and told her to smoke more, more. They had more mates coming. Ah, oh, come on, it'd be great, it'd be... But Lucy Rainbow Princess had a decent head on her shoulders, even when her face had gone walking elsewhere and told the men to go fuck their mothers and stormed out of the flat and later, in the hospital, couldn't press charges because she didn't know where the flat had been or what the men were called. And by the time her older friend came forward to tell the cops everything, the world had lost interest. On her 14th birthday, Lucy Kamali punched a cop in the nuts for trying to take her beer away while drinking in the square. The indemnity was set at 546 pounds, a very low rate given her crime, and no one was willing to pay it. She was sent to juvenile detention where she worked copying and pasting five-star online reviews for sports products. Came in perfect condition, really happy with my product. Fast, reliable service, it was exactly what I wanted. OMG, it's just perfect, I'm going to use this in all my workouts, and so on. The day before she was meant to receive parole, she set fire to the unused gymnasium and her sentence was extended. This seemed to cause Lucy a great deal of satisfaction. Thank you, that was from 84K by Claire North. As you know, Bob, the award, the Phil Dick Award is a juried award and the jurors change it, we change jurors every year. This year's judges were Madeline Ashby, Brian Atterbury, Christopher Brown, Rosemary Edgehill, and Jason Huff. Uh, Jason is here, the others may all be dead for all we know. <laughs> they spend all year reading through the eligible books and a few ineligible ones. and. Uh, determining the winners. The winners do not receive a trophy. Um, no one will verify this, but I've been told by past winners that they will get struck by a pink beam of light at some point. I, I told the, um, the nominees that I was gonna drag this out, but I don't think I will. Oh, you want me to? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, if you want, I have last year's World Fantasy Award winners in the same, it's the last time I wore this jacket. Uh, <laughs> Fonda, Fonda, you won an award here. Oh, sorry, wrong, okay, that was last year. The special citation this year for the Phil Dick Award goes to 84K by Claire North. Wow, I am honored to share the words that Claire uh, would like you all to hear. Thank you for this award, and I'm gutted that I can't be there in person to collect it. My first introduction to science fiction was reading Philip K. Dick, 
and one of my family's proudest possessions is a signed copy of Eye in the Sky dedicated to my father, who was Philip K. Dick's UK publisher back when the earth was young. As a result, this award carries more than a sense of wonder and delight. It is something my whole family will be celebrating. Whenever you win anything, it is naturally because you are badass awesome. <laughs> Whenever you do not, it is obviously because the system is flawed and failed to recognize your brilliance. <laughs> the truth, the complex truth of time, circumstance, the excellence of other people, culture, and yes, downright luck is less satisfying for everyone, but important to name simply because for every prize given there are a hundred brilliant books that could just as easily have been honored and which should be celebrated. Awards like this have the heady job of trying to curate innumerable wonderful books down to a list that has on it something wonderful for everyone. Thank you to the judges, Madeline, Brian, Christopher, Rosemary, and Jason for undertaking that epic role and go read all the books on the short list. Alone, every book matters, but together we create a snapshot of our time. 84K is not my most cheery book. It creates or perhaps simply expands upon a world in which money is the only value we have to society. Humanity has always been an inherently social creature. We thrive and grow together by recognizing the value of each other's minds and souls. As writers and readers, we are the makers of the stories that bind, creators of a language that bring people together in common recognition that humanity is a quality that transcends capital, prejudice, or tribal division. Philip K. Dick's books constantly probed at this idea of humanity as a thing beyond introversion, and those stories are just as important today as they have ever been. Thank you to Fonda Lee for stepping up while I'm on the other side of the planet, read Jade City, I did not put that in there, <laughs> and Ellen Wright and Anne Clark at Red Hook for always looking out for me, and to my editor, Anna Jackson, for grudgingly conceding that grammar is for losers, but being right about everything else. Thank you. This is actually the second time in the last two years that I've had to give out an award to Catherine when she wasn't there to accept it. So we either got to get this must-be-present-to-win concept into her head or, or start presenting awards in England or something. Uh, I think I forgot to mention when I was discussing the, uh, the prize that aside from the pink beam of light, the winners also get a check. And we've never bounced one yet, so it, it's real money. And this year, the Philip K. Dick Award goes to Theory of Bastards by Audrey Shulman. So I got no speech. I assumed I wouldn't win. Um, so uh, thank you. Thank you to the judges and uh, to everybody on the committee. And um, I'm totally honored. And it's a great surprise. Um, I would also say that I, at one point, uh, stopped. I, I would like to uh, dedicate this prize to my editor, because at one point I stopped writing because uh, I couldn't get a book, any, a, another book published. Um, and he actually, a few, like two years after I stopped that, he found one of my books and uh, published it. And so now I am still being published and I am still writing. Um, so for any of you out there who write, keep on going um, and ha have faith. And thank you.
Wow. If you haven't read any of the books, I highly recommend you go out and buy them and read them. Uh, cutting edge science fiction is hard to come by any longer, it seems like. But when these judges sweat over this and come up with a list like we had tonight, it's like you guys did a great job. So anyhow, we really appreciate everyone being here tonight. Is yes. there something else we need to say? Something about maybe the Philip Cape Dick Foundation? Just say thanks. So sponsoring. <laughs> who? Who? What? You know, plug. Yeah. Yes. This award was brought to you by the letter P and the number six. No, no. <laughs> the award is backed by the Philadelphia Science Fiction Society and by the Philip K. Dick Trust, and we're grateful to the, all of them for their support through the many years, 37 years now. Yeah. And come back next year for 38. Mm -hmm.